killing the world as they prove to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. When I'm killing, I'm always proving it's the same. Yeah, the hottest podcast out there. Oh, yes. Very informative. When I'm home, Tim, I'm always tuned in for days. He has the hottest podcast out here. When I'm home, Tim, in the world, I stay tuned to the famous podcast. It's the hottest message out there. Trying to figure out some puzzles. I'm not here to start nothing. I ain't trying to start nothing. Just got some things that I want to get done. Some things that I want to get solved. Some things I want to enlighten myself with. So maybe y'all take a time and to get the opportunity to stop by and listen to my thoughts. Hope so. Very intellectual. So if you get time, just holler at me. I'm reminiscing all in my room. Just trying to figure out a whole lot of things. Until then, y'all have a great day. And thank you for coming in and listening to me. Thanks. Can we just talk? Can we just talk? Talk about before we get lost, let me be a fuss. Can't get what we do without knowing. I can't imagine. It's like.
like sitting on shards of glass. And, and, and I hope that's PG rated enough. It is the most painful thing I've ever experienced in my 47 years on this planet. Mm. At the same time, demand for vaccines is outpacing supply, leading to long lines like you see there at clinics for those that are trying to get the shots. Joining us now is Dr. Michael Osterholm. He leads the Center for Infectious Disease Research and Policy at the University of Minnesota. Good morning, Dr. Osterholm. Uh, first and foremost, let's just start from the beginning. How exactly is monkeypox spread? Well, as much as many people don't want to accept this, it is primarily a sexually transmitted infection. Just like herpes or syphilis, anytime you have contact with a lesion of some part of your body. Now, not everybody gets it from sexually transmitted grounds. Uh, for example, if you do have contaminated bedding or towels or even physical contact, a parent who might have a, a lesion on their arm touching a child. But generally speaking, it is largely sexually transmitted. And it's also very limited in many ways into who is getting infected. It's a very small group of very highly sexually active gay men generally that are getting infected with this. Many gay men have very little risk of getting infected with this virus. And I'm glad you brought that up because I know a lot of people in that community are concerned about possibly uh, sort of being demonized, if you will, or looked at differently, similar to what we saw with the AIDS uh, crisis. This is not just uh, men and, and women or, or homosexuals having sex. This could also be someone who's heterosexual, um, although you're saying that's the majority. But what is what needs to be done, I guess, to make sure that that group is not ostracized when trying to get the help that they need? Well, first of all, from a public health standpoint, our job is to call balls and strikes. Just tell it like it is. If you look today at the best data we have on, on sexual practices across both heterosexual and gay populations, we see in the United States that about 52% uh, of gay men have between 0 and 11 partners in a lifetime. But there is on the upper end of that scale 10% that have more than 101 and about 1.9% that have more than 400 partners over a lifetime. And when you look at those uh, risks, it's much, 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 much higher in that group that's having a large number of partners. In the Netherlands, for example, a recent study showed that 44% of the new monkeypox cases have participated in group sex in the time period that they likely got infected. And so we have to emphasize that. Why? Because we do have a major shortage of vaccine. Remember, the whole world wants this right now. The United States is not even leading in terms of numbers. Uh, Spain has five times as many cases per population as we do. The uh, United Kingdom, twice as many. And so the whole world wants vaccine right now, and we're not, we just don't have it. So we've got to target how we use vaccine, and targeting it means we've got to get it to those at highest risk. So, Doctor, do you find it troubling, let's talk about those vaccines, that we are still in the COVID-19 pandemic, and here we are faced with another public health emergency, and once again, the United States is not able to keep up with the required vaccines for people who need them. They're not comfortable for white people. They're not comfortable for them to talk about the possibility that Africans were here before the Europeans. So what do you do with the heads in Mexico that you find at San Lorenzo, at Tres Zapotes? What do you do with those? All right? You ignore them. What do you do with Columbus's diary that says the Africans know a way to the West, but it goes around the doldrums, we would never survive. What do you do with that? You ignore it. 
What do you do with Balboa's diary that says, we came upon this African village in the Isthmus. How did these Africans get here? What do you do with that? You ignore it. Why? To preserve the myth that the Europeans were here first. What do you do with all of this written literature and history that says that Abubakari II of Mali sent 200 ships to the west and one came back and said they were afraid that the others disappeared. And then to have Balboa find this village that looks just like Mali, where he was, what do you do with this information? You ignore it. You ignore it. Why? To preserve the myth of white superiority. That's what our whole educational process is devoted to. What do you do with this whole history? This is a written history, my dear, written. I'm not talking about hearsay. I'm not talking about a griot said this. I'm not talking about something handed down from one generation to the other through voice. I'm talking about written history of the Egyptians. What do you do with this? You ignore it. This out. Listen. The Black Jesus story was uh, probably one of the most shocking things I ever heard. Um, welcome. It came from my insider, uh, Jacob, I call him that in the book, who actually was working for the Rothschilds and still does. And um, Jacob Rothschild. also is a whistleblower who doesn't really do what they want, but continues to work for them because he feels like there's some very serious extraterrestrial threats to Earth and that what they're doing is very necessary to protect us. And this is here. So the story goes that in the 1960s, there was a black man uh, in Africa who came in with abilities complementary to those of Jesus. And uh, he was performing miracles. He was starting to get people to listen to what he had to say. And the cabal tried to kill him. And, you know, they could shoot him in the head and his skull would just regenerate and the flesh would grow back and uh, he was fine and uh, you know so the crazy story that I heard which and, and remember I was told at the time that if I disclosed this that I would be uh, killed and I ended up putting it in the book anyway um, the story was that this guy uh, you know they finally said okay we're gonna bring you to the United Nations and share your message with the world let's get you on this flight they, they bring him on this flight, and instead of bringing him to the United Nations, they shot him repeatedly, and then actually had some kind of meat grinder device, uh, and basically like a bandsaw, I guess, and sawed up his body into a whole bunch of pieces, put him in these very, uh, very like radioactive shielded uh, containers, and then had all these fighter jets dock with the plane, and fly his body parts to all corners of the world where then these containers um, uh, turned them into ash. And uh, they thought that maybe this would defeat him, like that his body somehow, the tissue was necessary. So if they destroyed all the tissue in all these places across the world, maybe they could defeat him. Well, he then regenerated in, in their offices and was fully fine, fully intact. But the sad part is that he said, you know, I, you guys so badly do not want me to be here that I am not going to be able to do any more. You're going to get what you want, but bear in mind that in the future, uh, 
Many others like me will be coming, and when they do, you will not be able to stop us. Wow. Wow. Well, let's just... Now, how about that for a story of Jesus? They didn't teach you that in history class, did it? Damn, I must have missed that class. It must have been happening around lunch. <laughs> I just want to get into this real quick. I want to say y'all need to stop treating these beta men like they ain't nothing. Let me tell you, I just had a conversation with a friend, and she told me, you know, Sky, I just feel like my man ain't nothing but a wimp. And I said, well, why is he a wimp, sir? And he says, because I can literally wake up in the morning and tell him to do this and do that, he just going to do it. If I want to go cheat on him, he ain't going to leave. If I want to fight on him, he ain't going to fight back. It's like, ugh, I just really, really wish he would stand up for himself and show me that he a real man. So then I just had to get her together because I never did. And I said, well, let me look around here. I ain't got no man, okay? As a matter of fact, what you explaining to me, sister, is mental health issues. Let me tell you what you just told me. You just told me that the man is not a man because he won't hit you back. So that means he won't beat you. That means that he allows you to cheat. That means that he has emotional intelligence. Maybe he's having patience with your crazy ass. And not only that, you're just getting mad at all the things that you're intentionally doing to him. And because he's not intentionally fighting back, you think that he's less of a man. No, bitch, you the one. You the problem. You the real problem. A lot of y'all the problem. Let's go to part two. Let's go to part two. If you have kidney disease, upper respiratory illnesses, diabetes, high blood pressure, or to cleanse your kidney from kidney failure, use trumpet leaf tea. Add one teaspoon to one cup of hot water. Drink this two to three times a day. This tea will repair your kidneys. Follow me. More again about solar activity, prominences, all types of energy from the sun that will be very harmful. You'll hear about ultraviolet light, burning tissue, and melanomas and carcinomas affecting the blood and the skin of people on Earth. For the sons of God who have an active pineal, that will be a day of blessing, for it will not affect you. You will not be burned, you will simply darken, and the melanin growing, it's almost like a vicious cycle, to make you more and more powerful. As they get cancers of the skin and glands, you will get glands beginning to awaken and throwing out the frequencies that are not good, and reconnecting the DNA molecules that were separated. For at one time we had 12 strands of DNA, now we have two. Begin Nobody talks about black suffering. We don't own CNN, ABC, NBC, CBS, Fox Broadcasting. You can tell your story, and when you tell it, nobody accused Jews of teaching hatred against Germans. You're just teaching remembrance. Remembrance so that it will never happen again. But when I remind my people of what we have suffered at the hands of white people and still suffer, that's a hate monger. He's living with hatred. How is it remembering for you but hatred for me? No, it's the same thing. I want my brothers and sisters to. I want to be right about this. You think I want to be right about this? I wish to God I was wrong, but there is no other explanation. It is my belief that every law enforcement agency in this country is operating on the same playbook to unalive as many black and brown people as possible. Like I said before, phase three and phase four is in full effect right now. Mass incarceration and extermination. Phase three and phase four is in full effect. 
You know what pisses them off so much? You know why they hate us so much? And this is just my opinion. You know why they hate us so much? It's because despite all of the evil and savage shit they have done to black and brown people throughout the history of time, we are still here. We are still standing strong. Stronger than ever. We're stronger than ever. And I believe this is what pisses them off the most. This is why they hate us so much because no matter what they have done, no matter how hard they have tried, they just can't wipe us out. They can't destroy us. We are still here. You know, Tucker Carlson's right about one thing. We are going to replace them, but not how he thinks, okay? We don't have an immigration problem in this country, okay? Immigration is not their problem. Procreation is their problem, okay? White people in this country have a serious reproduction problem. They're not having enough babies at a faster rate than the other races in the country. This is how they're going to be the minority, and they can't stop it. Why do you think they're trying to pass all these anti-abortion laws? Because they need the babies. But it's futile, okay? It's like trying to stop a flood with a coffee mug. It's over, okay? They know it's over, okay? And this is why I say that. Every law enforcement agency in this country is operating on the same playbook, okay? To try to unalive as many of us as possible to cut down our numbers. Phase three and phase four. This is how they're going to do it. Phase three and phase four is in full effect. This is how they try to knock down our numbers. Phase three and phase four. For anyone watching this video, um, prove, prove me wrong. Prove me wrong. Send me a video response. I challenge anyone to prove what I'm saying is wrong. Send me a video response. If you think I'm wrong about all this, send me a video response of the truth and history of the corruption within the United States. In my last video, I was discussing how President George W. Bush sent U.S. troops into Iraq, having them believe that they was doing something good to lynch Saddam Hussein. I also mentioned the brutal murder of Gaddafi after he started his own central bank and only accept payments in the gold dinar. But it's very important to mention that this assassination was not done by President Bush. It was done by yours truly, Barack Obama. See, a lot of people have it in their books that Barack Obama was a very good president. But in fact, he was very corrupt as well. Not only do to do this and sign numerous laws to further oppress and suppress the American people, he also split up Sudan and created what we now know as South Sudan because they found some very important resources inside of South Sudan. Then he nationalized it as the Republic of South Sudan. And we all should know what the Republic actually means. See, a lot of these presidents make the American people believe that they are bringing democracy to these lands. But in all reality, it's just to bring in a private central bank and allow them to be in control of these national banks. Here's a statement made by Barack Obama in 2011 when they made the Republic of South Sudan. And you guys can pause and read. Now back on the continuation of the series. Now according to General Wesley Clark, the master plan of the dollarification of these oil-rich nations included seven different targets. The first being Iraq, Syria, Lebanon, Libya, Somalia, Sudan, and finally Iran. 
And Venezuela actually made this list because they dared to sell their oil to the Chinese for the yuan. And this came later on in time. And what's notably important of these first seven nations that I mentioned and that was targeted by the U.S. is that none of them were members of the Bank for the International Settlements. And this bank was the bank that these private central bankers use located right here in Switzerland. Yep, everything falls back to Switzerland when it comes down to these private bankers. And these seven nations that was not a part of it were deciding for themselves how their country's economy will be without submitting to these private central bankers. And if you've been paying attention to the news, they've been mentioning Iran a lot more recently. And see, what they'll tell you is that they have weapons of mass destruction, but in all reality, it's because these greedy private bankers have their gun sights drawn on them. See, they threaten to start their own central bank and choose what currency they want to sell their oil off of. And they'll make us believe that it's actually a threat to the United States, but in all actuality, it's only a threat to the private central banks or the Federal Reserve. I'm running out of time, but like for part 50. That will be a huge shock when Americans catch on. That's why the average person won't hear a word about the story until it's obvious to just about everyone. And by then, it's going to be too late. Yep. In the months ahead, central banks around the world are planning to go digital. Many of the legacy banks you've heard of, where you probably even keep your money, like Bank of America, Chase, Citi, Wells Fargo, they're about to be reset, overhauled by a new type of technology called fintech, which is short for financial technology. Yeah, can I ask you, what exactly does that mean for the banks and, and all of us, you and me? Essentially, it means the function of our banks is about to change. They probably won't raise public suspicion about it by changing the signs on your bank's branches, but according to my sources, the Federal Reserve will soon own all the banks, and your local branch is simply gonna be like a licensee of the Fed. In other words, the banking infrastructure is being rebuilt from the ground up, and very few Americans are aware this is even happening. We are right on the verge of a once-in-a-generation opportunity to profit by investing in the companies that are building out the architecture for this massive shift. Hey bro, I'm going to answer you real quick, little bro. I say you're talking about it won't do anything, doing something about it only puts a target on your back. So, all right, so let me explain something to you, bro. No folks killed my mama last year with that pandemic bullshit. So at this point, I really don't give a fuck about none of that shit. I'm on here trying to wake my people up. That's what I'm doing about it. And I can do plenty more. So, I see your TikTok. You you look like you play games on your page. I'm, I'm, I'm serious. You know what I'm saying? I don't, get on, I don't get online to play games. I get online to teach my people and reach my people. So, Hey, if you scared, you just scared. I ain't scared of shit. I ain't scared to die. I really don't give a fuck. My mama, my goddamn garden angel. My ancestors got my back. It is what it is. Can't be scared. I walk around paranoid all the time. Look at my color. Stop playing, man. Look. Back, bam. It's the greatest fraud that's been perpetrated on mankind this century. The best scenario vis-a-vis -vis global warming is about 10 feet raising water. The worst scenario is about 100 feet. If the water on the planet... That means the southern part of the United States is gone. England is gone. Most of Europe is gone. Most of Central America is gone. If that's the case, let's just take Florida, for example, which is one of the fastest growing beachfront condominiums on the planet. In the prospectus, when you invest, there should be, in the footnotes, if global warming is for real and water rises 10 feet, this investment you made is fuck all. Not one single investment prospectus written this century has alluded to global warming. If it were really true, the banks wouldn't invest. The banks wouldn't finance. Not one motherfucking condominium. So the people that have the money, the banks of this world, know it's not going to happen.
found out some crazy stuff about TikTok. This app isn't as safe as we think it is. We're always being watched. Watch this next video. Watch this. It's crazy. God, I read TikTok's terms of service. Uh -huh. I went down a TikTok rabbit hole yesterday. Yeah, it's good. I stayed home, smoked a little weed, and I started reading up on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, my God. I'm going to read you this because this is so crazy. Is it good or bad? Bad. It's So what are you saying? It's a bad place to be? <clears throat> Listen to this. This is uh, from TikTok's privacy policy. All right. It said, uh, we collect certain information about the device you use to access the platform, mm -hmm. such as your IP address, um, user region. Uh, this, is, this is really crazy. Uh, user agent, mobile carrier, time zone settings, I identifiers for advertising purpose, model of your device, the device system, network type, device IDs, your screen resolution and operating system, app and file names and types. So all your apps and all your file names, all the things you have filed away on your phone, really? they have access to that. File names and types, keystroke patterns or rhythms. So they're monitoring your keystrokes, which means they know every fucking thing you Type. Wow. Battery state, uh, audio settings, and connected audio devices where you log in from multiple devices. Oh. We will be able to use your profile information to identify your activity across devices. We may also associate you mm. with information collected from devices other than those you, you use to log into the platform, meaning they can use other computers that you're not even using to log into TikTok, they can suck the data off that. That's what you're agreeing to when you download and start using TikTok. Do you That's wild. It's insane. Amazing. What is Queen Elizabeth's role in all of this? <laughs> As a stuffed mannequin. Oh, man. Queen Elizabeth used to... Um, used to sign all of the social security checks. She's the one who, through the Vatican, runs the territorial constitution. The territorial constitution is a corporation, of course, a corporate constitution. The Pope runs the municipal constitution, which is in the, the so-called District of Criminals, the D.C., Washington, D.C., which he now is dealing with as the White House Office Incorporated. So the Queen Elizabeth essentially is, is going to be a non-entity in this. In fact, she's supposed to be indicted for the murder of all those Indian children up in Canada. And she and, and, and Prince Philip or King Philip or whoever it was uh, took those children on a bus ride and none of them ever came back. Let's get to the next question. The defense of war in Ukraine that Russia is actually waging against world colonial powers, not Ukraine as a single entity, but the U.S. and all colonial powers who have an interest in colonially dominating African people right here in this country and around the world and extracting resources from the majority of peoples on the planet. That system, this current system, is in severe crisis and they cannot rule in the same old way. But that's number one. Number two. 
The African People's Socialist Party is an organization that has been here for 50 years. It is an international organization that not organizes just here in St. Petersburg, Florida, but right there in St. Louis, Missouri, in Oakland, California, in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania, and all throughout the U.S., in Africa, in Europe. We feel that every colonized African who is gunned down in the city of St. Peter, anywhere else in this country, like George Floyd or like Mike Brown, we feel that our response is to fight against that relationship. Our, our responsibility is to fight against our oppression and our domination. And that means organizing a revolutionary capacity to make that possible. There was no FBI investigation into that person who tried to burn down our flag. There was no response from the FBI and the, uh, the St. Pete Police Department to respond to this attack that came against our Uhuru House. And we also understand that that's not a coincidence, that the only revolutionary organization that's done something here on the ground practically for African people is the one that's come under attack. We just talk, can we just talk, talk about where we're coming Before we get lost, let me our thoughts, can't get what we do without knowing I would like to thank each and every one of you for your hard work and dedication to our cause in reviewing this year's progress, let me say that we have been highly effective in conditioning the people's minds to accept our solution to the world's problems. The energy crisis here in the United States was exceptionally successful worldwide, and we expect similar success with our upcoming food shortage. Our labor leaders have made great progress by causing confusion and work stoppages in all areas of the world. Financially, the dollar is being devalued even faster than we could have hoped. Politically, the public has lost total confidence in any form of government. The threat of universal war is a daily possibility. As you know, we ourselves do not need to hold any visible office of leadership. As a matter of fact, it's better that we do not. If we control the finances, news media, food, transportation, energy, we control everything. It is important that you, as world leaders, keep our program before your country. With our World Bank and computer program operation, we now have the capacity to control the financial affairs of every human being on Earth by giving each person his own computer number. Anytime his number is used, we would know his financial situation at once. You could not buy or sell anything without his computer number. It will simplify their lifestyles tremendously. The end result will be a one-world monetary and government system that we alone will control. Yes. What about the people who forget their number, or their cards are lost or stolen? We've made provisions for that. By using this laser imprinter, we can painlessly and permanently affix the person's number to the back of his hand or his forehead if he so desires. The numbers would be easily read by this new ultraviolet scanning equipment. For the purposes of demonstration, I've had such a number imprinted on myself. Once this number is imprinted, it cannot be lost nor can it be changed. Are there any questions? What about the individuals who refuse to have this number implantation? We expect some minor resistance. 
especially from highly motivated religious groups. But eventually, hunger will cause even the most zealous to conform to our program. Uh, Mr. Chairman, I am concerned about the situation in the Middle East. We've given Russia and Israel a great deal of consideration. Russia is, as you probably already know, considering an invasion of Israel in order to obtain a Mediterranean seaport. Our policy is to support such a move and supply Israel with the necessary nuclear weapons to fend off such an attack. The mental conditioning of the Israelis is he has nothing to lose and subsequently will attack the Russians before they can get their planes off the ground. Gentlemen, I believe that within a year, two at the most, our one world government will be a reality. If we continue on our present course, it is my opinion that we can present the devil himself as a world leader and the people would accept him. Development. And are going to other country to find other woman that um, is submissive and that they that will make a good wife to them because the American women are not treating their husband like they should or supposedly. And um, uh, I I have a little you know a little problem with that because. It's not really that the American woman uh, don't know how to treat a man. It's because they're not listening or they're not applying themselves. Uh, she said her mother, she used to see her mother just get up and do and fight for everything. And so they wake up and fight. for, And, and they do fight. They fight like hell. They fight in school, they fight in street, they fight in supermarket. You can't say a thing to a black American. I'm not saying it's all of them. They will fight the hell out of you. You see, always fighting, fighting, and think you have to fight for everything. And that's not how it is. Even the ones who say they're in church and they're Christian is not a Christian at all. They have this blood terse attitude. The passport message is spreading. My message is going all over this earth. Another win for the passport comrades. And it's crazy because if you listen to the video, even she's aggravated about it. Women just fight, 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 fight. She said that in the video. And men have put themselves in harm's way because of it. Men are in prison because of it. Men are in a grave because of it. And many men have lost their resources, their economics because of it. Not us. We're overseas, we're gone. Because you could be masochistic, dude saying, yo, you just soft. Yeah, I'm soft. I'll be soft overseas with a foreign woman. Because you're masochistic and you like abuse. I don't like abuse. But we've been dealing with it for so long generationally, we thought it was cool. I don't like women being abusive and getting away with it. Not me. You guys can have the marriage and dating system in America. I don't want it. I don't want it. So this is for those guys that want to wake up. If this not you, you shouldn't even be watching this video. Only for the dudes that want to get their passport and see what we're talking about, about the women overseas. How the femininity is different, right? How the respect is different, the cooperation, the encouragement, the emotional organization. See what we're talking about. May the force be with you. 
him expressing to you and voicing to you what is going on with him or something that he isn't comfortable with within your connection or him saying, uh, him pointing out something that he isn't too fond of, that he doesn't really like, you should appreciate that. That is him coming to you as your partner. It's not bashing you. It's not blaming you. It's not pointing the finger at you. He is opening up to you and telling you something that is is either hurting him or that he doesn't like. And he, he is giving you space and room to remedy the situation. If you don't see it that way, then you are the problem. Because who else is he supposed to go to? Don't you want him to come to you? When he stops coming to you, you know you have a problem. And go ahead and turn that around because it's you. Into this shit. It makes more sense, in my opinion, to offer abortion services up until a child is 18 years old. What? Because the fuck? until they reach a, reach adulthood, we don't know if they're going to be a productive member of society. So, based on the argument that we have heard today, we should allow it up until they are adults. We should. It would solve many problems. Think of the disruptions in school, bad behavior, anything. If you could just say to your child, well, I'm sorry, you're misbehaving. You're not going to be a productive member of society or you're going to have a hard life. Let's go off to the abortion clinic. What? And it would be more humane for that child because we know what abortion looks like in the womb. And it is horrible. It would be much more humane to simply go to the abortion clinic and have the child put to sleep. Would you not agree? What the fuck? The issue that many modern day women have is like they think I'm just gonna be me and he gonna accept it. No, he's not, mm -hmm. bro. No, he's not. Well, women, he's gonna. That, where he that's, that's, that's not fair. But, but that's what, uh, life isn't fair. It's, it's not fair so that you can make an OnlyFans tomorrow and make 10k selling feet pictures. Yeah. Yeah. It's not fair that you can get you know dinner dates for free from rich guys and I can't do that shit. I don't know. I'm saying you can't. Can. That's what I'm saying. Life, life is full of double standards that benefit women and benefit men. I'm just simply saying when it comes to relationships and getting a guy to take you serious and wife you, you need to change. True. Why is it that men understand that they need to change to become sexually attractive to women, but women don't understand that they need to change to be relationship attractive to a man? Y'all mm. think we're going to sit here and just accept the bullshit? No, this is what's going to happen. He's going to deal with you. He's going to take you on a date. He's going to deal with the masculinity and the, oh, I'll do what I want. All that. He's going to deal with it. Once he has sex with you, he's gonna be gone. And you won't be able to keep him. And that's what happens with a lot of girls that are masking and you can't tell me nothing. Don't that's play the game. Right. That's Get right. laid and never take you serious. Yes, how can I help? Yeah, hey, I've got a question. My wife, um, against my wishes, brought my son, seven-year-old son in there yesterday, or sorry, a few days ago for a COVID jab. And he's now in the hospital with myocarditis. Um, and I was... I'm obviously not very happy with you guys or with my wife. Um, she told me that she was not told that was a potential side effect. So why wouldn't you have told her that? Okay, um, sorry. Um, so it's quite a rare um, side effect as well. No, it's uh, not that. No, it's yeah. not because I've been doing research. It's common. 
in, in the U.S., there's tens of thousands of them reported to the CDC site. So why are you not telling parents this? Um, uh, we might scare the parents and they don't want to get their child vaccinated. Yeah, so, so you don't want to scare the parents with something that is actually happening that's happened to my kid. Are you out of your mind? Are you out of your mind? You don't want to scare them. You need to give them the right information so they can make a proper decision. What is wrong with you? You don't want to scare them. I'm recording this conversation as well, and this is going to a lawyer next. Thank you for admitting that. So why don't you tell them? When when someone comes in there and says, hey, what can go wrong? What do you say, sore arm? Have you um, seen the amount of dead people? Have you seen it? Has your wife asked before giving consent to give She the asked child? what the side effects are. Does she ask? I'm not sure because I wasn't there. It doesn't uh, matter. You're supposed to yeah. tell people this can happen. No, my kid. So you know what the prognosis is? You know what it is? Possible death within five years. 20% of people with myocarditis die. It is a permanent damaged heart. It is not temporary. He's okay, so sorry about that. Because of you. Because well, New York streets. Hmm. Where do you work? Uh, he worked at the mall. So, are you leaving your apartment? Yeah. I just thought we would be better as friends while we both. Okay, so I want you guys to understand something. What did I say? Uh. In neither of two scenarios did she mention a man and she barked at me. I want you guys to remember that. And like I said Monday night, I asked the question, what does a successful life look like for a woman like yourself? And she started talking about the feelings thing. The relationship, I said, you need to start asking women how their relationships end. And I want you guys to understand, this one was in a five-year relationship and she ended in a cold, callous way. The man was... on. Sorry. Okay. You think it's appropriate for a five-year relationship to be driving somebody to French toast-ass work and they got to have that on their mind while they're at work. See, I told you modern women are cowards. They don't deal with conflict, and when they're done with you, they get rid of you. That's what I said today. Know when to run, know when to walk, and when to run. That videos on this channel and on YouTube. I don't just talk. And then I said, well, tell me the details. Oh, that was two years ago. I guarantee you, he remembers what the hell you did to him. Bet you that. I bet you that. And I'm going to tell you something. Any man who's worth his salt that will look for a wife is going to ask you these questions too. Okay, and I can be able to tell him the full story about it. No, you can't. No, you can't. No, you can't. Because soon as... Well, you, you think you can. Why would they sit here and listen to this shit? Five-year relationship for a 28-year-old woman and you just, on the way to work, I told them, dude, 10 minutes outside of work, this just ain't gonna work. Peace out. I didn't do it like that, though. Oh, okay. You're, you're making me sound like I did it. Like, ma'am, I asked you how you did it. Not, ma'am, I asked you how you did it. I can't you said it was that. two years ago. You, I want you guys to understand that this is how serious they, this is how little they care. I have selective memory. This is the man she spent five years with. Y'all had sex, right? Yeah. Right, so he was all up inside your body. Mm-hmm. 
But when you were leaving him, you didn't even give him the dignity of say thank you for spending five years with me. You didn't sit him. He's a he's probably a sucker. No, it, because because he was in your car. I, I let me tell you something. Any okay. man that would let you drive him to work and he's going to the mall, where were you working at? I was a flight attendant. Mm-hmm. Any man that would be in this position. Man, you thought that we was going through it here in the United States and these surrounding neighboring countries. Russia really going through it right now. But let me give you the scoop. Siberia is melting. Did you ever think that you would hear that? It's so warm in Siberia. It's actually melting and there are gases coming up from the ground. The scientists in Russia don't know what to do. So, not only is that happening in Russia, but the entire city of St. Petersburg, Russia is red. The clouds are red. I think this is Wormwood, y'all. It's either Wormwood or Naburu. It is getting so close. You know they say this is the month, man, at the end of this month. I don't know, though, man. I know that's... What would you do if you went outside and the entire sky was red? Everything that you reflect and everything that you see is red. They melting the coldest state or area is melting. What do you think is up under that? I, and now we're talking about Siberia now. You could have some prehistoric things come up out of there because if you have gases, hot gases, that's mixing with coming from underground, melting that ice, we don't know if that's going to thaw something out and give it back life or whatever. We do not know. I know one thing, boy. You thought it was a time to be in the United States. Imagine being in Russia right now. Sing like a ship, 
Is this a blip? Run around on a mad trip. Fuck around and get your ass killed with no kill. You're invisible to the naked eye. You look into the sky, asking God why. Can I die? Dead dreams don't fly. Let me break it down to the new sound. I'm not playing around. I'm making much, much pound. Focus on my riches and I want it now. Say what you want to say. Believe what you want to believe. Do what you want to do. Be who you want to be. You ain't shit. That's how the world view you. Can I try a little something? Can I make a little something? Can I keep a little something? Can I save a little something? Can I try a little something? Can I make a little something? Can I keep a little something? Can I save a little something? Can I try a little something? Can I make a little something? Can I keep a little something? Look at me, I ain't frontin'. We want you to marinate on this. If you feel this, then you know what I'm talking about.